This week on the UGA Dog Show, we're going to preview Georgia versus the UT Martin Skyhawks. Welcome to the UGA Dog Show, the ultimate Georgia football podcast. Join us as we huddle up to dissect upcoming games and explore Georgia Bulldog football. We want to welcome everybody to today's episode. This is our kickoff episode for the UGA Dog Show. We have a sister podcast called Stay in the Truck, hosted by Country Club South Media. Thank you for tuning in today. We're going to talk about the Georgia Bulldogs and everything Georgia Bulldogs. So we're going to start off this week's game, September 2nd. It's a 6 o'clock game. We have UT Martin Skyhawks making the trip from Martin, Tennessee down to Athens, Georgia. Yeah, the Trail of Terra is exactly what they're doing. Uh, but this UT Martin's team... They got a great head coach, Jason Simpson. It's his 18th year, former quarterback at Mississippi State. Little nugget for you guys. His son is Ty Simpson, who is competing for the starting job at Alabama. So the guy knows what's going on. They're, uh, they're from the Big South, Ohio Valley Conference, uh, back-to-back champions over there. You look at their, their team overall, they lose 14 all-Ohio Valley Conference performers. Their quarterback actually signed with the L.A. Rams. He'll be backing up a dog. Oh, that's that's right. kind of ironic, right? Two dogs. Yeah, two dogs. Yeah, Stafford. Yeah, I forgot about him because he's like, you know, 50. They did finish up last year's season 7-4, though. Yeah, they finished up 7-4, and four, but so they replaced the quarterback. So they got a senior in Matt Myers who he started the spring game. Um, they actually have a quarterback that they got out of the portal. And Kincaid Dent, who played four years at Ole Miss, he played in every game last season holding kicks. So he's been under the tutelage of Lane Kiffin. So that's an SEC guy that they got. Uh, their running back is a sophomore. They got a wide receiver uh, in Devontae Tanksley, who's a junior. He had uh, 53 catches last year for 653 yards and one touchdown. Great tight end, D.J. Nelson. And their offensive line is decent, but UT Martin's strong side is definitely going to be on the defense. Their defensive end, Dalen Dotson, 6'3", 255. He's out of Savannah, Georgia. He's a junior. Yeah, he's a junior. 11 and a half tackles for loss and nine and a half sacks last year. That was first in the Ohio Valley Conference. So, be a good opportunity for him to, to put on a, a good show under a bright light and get some attention. Maybe get an NIL deal for next year and go to a big school. He'll probably end up in Athens. <laughs> We let's welcome, just hope. Welcome him with the hey, open arms. Look, let's just hope for our Heisman bets that he does not get Carson Beck on the first play of the game and Carson goes out. Please, look, I don't want to see any of that. But uh, two defensive tackles that are uh, that are on the uh, all watch list in the Ohio Valley Conference: um, Jadavion Davis and uh, Jay Rogers, and uh, their linebacker Tevin Ship. He's been mentioned, and they got a safety in Carson Evans. 54 tackles and one interception. So that's definitely going to be what they're going to try their best to rely on is is their defense because, quite honestly, their offense is a work in progress. Well, these guys had a great season last year. Uh, they're expected to do really well in their conference this year. Hopefully they don't get too banged up in this game. Yeah, we don't want to see anybody get hurt or anything like that. Um, Love to see these small schools take advantage of an opportunity to make some money for the school, the program. Uh, we want to come down and be a good game, let everybody get some experience and, and walk away as healthy as they came in. You know, given we've got a quarterback unknown and then we've got some running back challenges. So I think it's important for us to have a couple of games ahead of some of the bigger SEC teams for us to 
you know, kind of get our legs underneath us, get some synergies within the offense and defense. So, Josh, tell us a little about what do you, what do you think about the quarterback room? Yeah, well, uh, the way Jeff was going on about the UT Martin Skyhawks there, I was getting a little bit nervous uh, about the Georgia Bulldogs being able to face him. But um, the main storyline for me for this Georgia UT Martin uh, game is going to be the quarterback room and what Georgia is bringing to the table as far as that is concerned. What is Carson Beck offering us? Um, obviously, we saw he played well in the spring game, played well in mop-up duty last year. Uh, everybody thinks he's going to be a gunslinger and throw darts and is going to be incredible. And, uh, the rumors swirling around Athens are all great. So hopefully that is in fact the case. And he comes out and does everything that we think and hope and know that he can do. Uh, if he doesn't pan out for whatever reason, or he gets injured, then it sounds like we got a couple of horses right behind him in Brock Vandegrift and uh, Gunnar Stockton. Now, I'm actually hearing that Gunnar Stockton may be the best quarterback available to us. But Carson Beck, what's the story there? What does he look like? He's probably going to come out in the second or third quarter. The guys will come in and do some mop-up duty behind him. So it'll be a it'll be a good test for us. Like Tony mentioned earlier, we got a couple uh, warm-up games before we face South Carolina. So. That's the the most intriguing storyline to me, and the thing I'm most excited about. I so. mean, this this game gives an opportunity for, you know, Georgia's going to have their their number ones out there the first half, you know, doing what they do. The second half, we kind of get to see the future, right? We get to see the backups, we get to see who's waiting in the wings and how they perform. All right, so let me just talk on that point about the future at, at QB. I think the future at QB is playing in Buford right now, Buford High. <laughs> Dylan Rayola. Okay. Yeah, Dylan Rayola. So, to me, I think that he finally named Carson the starter, right? I don't know that he comes out till the fourth quarter. Really, to be honest with you, I think that, that he needs as much time with Bobo as he can possibly get. Now, if it's 50 to nothing at halftime, that might be a different story. We didn't see Carson until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Last year, exactly, or with the Stetson, year and, and that was right. after winning the first national championship. Right, you know that that's something that is going to be really interesting to see what Kirby wants to do with Carson. Now, we'll know real quick if he doesn't start the third quarter and Vandergriff comes in, or Gunner, especially Gunner. If Gunner starts the third quarter, that's red alert. Questions abound. That's red alert right there. So, I mean, I looked at the depth chart, and they still got Vandergriff second on the depth chart. That was August 17th. Hadn't been updated since then. But that's just something I, I really think he's going to let Carson get in there, and I think he's going to play through the third quarter, maybe not the whole third quarter. But I think it's important for him and Bobo to be on the same page because moving forward, you know, it's it's still an SEC. They still play in the SEC. They still play the SEC teams. Got to know what's going on. Even though we got this cupcake schedule, there's going to be some teams, and they got to work. They got to be ready. Yeah, come Missouri, Tennessee. Some of those, some of those guys are going to get tough. Yeah, as many reps as he can get, the better. Off, as far as I'm concerned. Well, let's um, let's talk about the running back. There's been a lot of news in the media, a lot of injuries, I mean, a lot of question marks on what's going to happen with um, with what's going on. So. You know, we lost Kenny McIntosh to the draft. Uh, he was last year's leading rusher, receiving back. Branson Robinson, he went down with a season-ending patella tendon injury. Kendall Milton, he's also has some challenges with his hamstring. So they're expecting him to come out in a couple of weeks, but we're not sure if he's 100% right now. And then Dejon Edwards is out with an MCL sprain. Edwards has reported this week that he's been practicing, um, you know, do a lot of running on the sidelines. But he was the one that they were kind of expecting to replace McIntosh's production. So there's question marks on who's going to be. Who's going to be the number one? Right. And then and who's, who's going to be, be the number up? two? Yeah, or is there going to be a one A one B? 
Yeah, well, everything's by committee at Georgia, and it has been for the last foreseeable oh, Chubb five, and, 10, 15 Chubb and years. Michelle, as far, yeah. I mean, yeah, Chubb uh, and Michelle. Who was it? Swift. Uh, Gurley. Gurley, yeah. Yeah, Gurley, Gurley Chubb, and Chubb. Michelle. Yeah, Gurley Swift. and Chubb, yeah. Yeah, Swift, yeah. Swift forgot yeah. all about him. Yeah. I think Roger Robinson is going to end up taking the the lead uh, role over time once he gets to know the offense better. Hey, we got two star Cash Jones coming out of Texas, been working his ass off. They say he looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm can hearing good things ball. out of camp. Can catch the yeah, ball yeah. out of the backfield. What's the other? Andrew Paul. Yeah, Andrew Did, Paul's post ACL surgery. Yeah, we got the guy from Tennessee, Laneith Whitehead, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, four star recruit. He transferred from Tennessee. He played actually at Athens Academy. Uh, he did miss both 2020 and uh, 22 college football seasons with injuries. And then in 2021, he had 32 carries for 207 rushing yards and a couple touchdowns. So Yeah. I mean, look, the quarterback situation is up in the air. The running back room is questionable, but the receivers and the tight ends are really where it's at. Why do you think the quarterback situation is up in the air? Are you talking about the backup? Well, I'm just saying because we haven't seen yeah. a lot of Carson Beck yet except in mop-up duty in games where we're already up 56 to 7. Well, and it, it's not that it's up in the air. It's just we haven't seen that one guy who's taking the reins from Stetson Bennett that's going to be the guy. I'm not worried. I think we got three guys that would be starters anywhere else in the country. Hey, we would take them on the planes, any three of them. I told y'all last year I would gladly take Carson Beck in a heartbeat. And I You'll thought maybe that might happen. Orange. In a minute, I'd drive him over there. Well, we know you're an Auburn fan, but you know what? You can't have any of them. Yeah, look, I mean, if you watch College Game Day this morning, right, everybody was picking Alabama, Herb Street, Desmond Howard, but they were all picking Alabama to win the uh, SEC. Meanwhile, they have the same situation that we're in, where what is their quarterback situation? <laughs> their situation Shit. Saban hasn't even named a quarterback yet. Right. All right, let's not forget about one thing. They're all picking Alabama to win the SEC, which is just fuel for Kirby's fire, which we love that. I'm so glad they did that. But let's not forget that we have – not only the best tight end in the country, we probably have the best football player in the country. And that guy is going to do some things. And I love him, and I don't even know. You must be talking about Oscar Delp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, he's uh, good. Oscar Delp is Hey, it. we'll take him on the planes, too. Listen, Oscar Delp, Oscar Delp would start anywhere in the country <laughs> as well. So Brock Bowers is going to do his thing. There's no reason to to go into great detail about it. Everybody knows he's great. He's going to get out there and kick ass and do his thing. We got uh, we got Lad McConkey coming back, which is going to be you know he's going to continue to somehow be open every single play, even though they know they're going to throw to him ten times. He's still going to be open. I don't know how he does it. We've got the uh, transfer Dominic Lovett, who has uh, been getting a lot of reps from the slot. Give me that amazing stat from last year, Jeff. It is. I mean, this really is a red alert. Ding, ding, ding. Dominic Lovett, junior out of Missouri, fifty-six receptions last year, eight hundred forty-six yards, three touchdowns, zero drops on seventy-six targets. Zero drops. That's that awesome. is sticky ridiculous. hands. That is crazy. So he's coming back. We got Arian Smith, the speedster on the outside. Uh, it it's, it, it really is just sickening yeah. what all those weapons, which makes it even better for people yeah, like Rosemary us. Jack Saints to come I mean, back. Like, Rara Thomas. And and to go with all this, Rara Thomas transferred in. And to go with all these players, we probably have the best offensive line in the country. I believe that. So. You know, I'm not worried about the quarterback situation. I think we got three starters. I think the only worry is which one's going to gel the best. Yeah, and, and speaking of the running back room uh, being depleted, Brock Bowers likes to run the ball every now and then too. So hey, there's might, another he, option. 
he might have the most rushing yards next week. <laughs> he, he really might, and that's not a joke. Yeah, well, I, I think I think we're all on the same page. I mean, these first two games for Georgia to kind of get their their offense and defense all gelling together, get everybody to understand what Bobo's doing with the ball. So, Jeff, where are you, where are you at? What I want to see more than anything, I understand the offense. You know, there's going to be three or four touchdowns in the first quarter, five or six in the second quarter. It's going to be 50 to nothing at halftime. What I want to see is the defense. I want to see what everybody's talked about and what everybody knows, that the backups are just as good as the starters. And they are. I believe that. I, oh, t- I totally believe that. I'm I think, excited. I'm excited to see these young linebackers. I'm excited to see the speed. It, I'm sure they got the best linebacking crew in the nation again. I want to see how, how much time they get, and I want to see the domination. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the defense is going to be – a great uh, show to watch as well. well I mean, along they're, with the quarterback. they're saying it's, I mean, the, it's the best. This is the best Kirby's had. Man, we got Kamari Lasseter coming back. We got Javon Bullard, maybe the maybe the MVP of uh, the Ohio oh, State game. Malachi Starks with his physicality um, taking out uh, a young Harris. Yeah, poor Marvin. I mean, all right. So overall, let's look at this. Malachi Starks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, just they're loaded. Loaded. They're loaded. Let's go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and we'll see a lot of mop up duty as well in the defense. So yeah, agreed with you, Jeff. That's going to be a, an, an interesting storyline to follow that game. Well, the line come out originally back in May. Georgia was forty two and a half point favorite. It's already been up to Georgia minus forty four and a half. There's no way I could advise anybody to take the other side. I just couldn't. Before, Georgia betters realized Georgia never covered spreads like that under Mark Richt, and it, it just didn't happen. Mark Richt's not going to step on anybody's throat. He's just not. Kirby, guess what? We're all lining up, and we're all saying, set hut, let's go. That's it's right. time to eat. Kirby wants to eat. So I'm going to be on Georgia, no doubt. I, I believe – Where uh, are you going? Where you, if the line keeps creeping up, where are you getting off? 47-ish? 48? I'll go all the way up to 49 and a half. Ooh, that's strong. <laughs> I mean, strong. I I, hey, listen, I, I can I can see it being 55 to nothing, 54 to nothing. I can see it. My numbers come up to Georgia minus 55 and a half. I got Georgia 35 to nothing at half. I got them putting the brakes on, running that clock down, doing a lot of running plays. I think we're going to end up 49 zip, maybe 49 three if we get a fumble on a punt return well, or look, something goofy right. and Ball State gets in kick range. Well, think about this. Well, it's not Ball State. It's UT I mean, Martin UT this week. Martin. Shut up. Ball, right. Ball well, State's going to be a similar I'm gonna, story I'm next week. Though. Say, I'm going to get the same <laughs> scores next week. Hey, Tony, just keep this recording. Yeah, we could just yeah. this but, use it next week. But look at this. We, we did outline the great defensive end in Dayton, Dayton yeah. Dodson. All right. So, well, hell, if they run to the other side, what's going to happen? <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be close. It's it, it, and I'm not. This is not a get right game for Georgia because God knows they don't need one. They just beat TCU sixty five to seven or whatever in the national championship. So there's no get right game. But the problem is the Skyhawks are just they're outmanned. They're going to get half a million dollars. They got a million dollars from Tennessee last year to go take a ass whooping, and they're going to get half a million to come yeah. get one this year. They going uh, they'll end up with a couple of field goals. I've got it at 53 to 6. All right. Yep. I think we're all in agreement here. I've got them at 58 to 3. Georgia coming out on top. The dogs are going to do work. We'll see some uh, mop up duty, get a good uh, picture of what we've got to yeah. uh, work with down the road. Absolutely. And and one more thing I want to add before we get out of here is um you guys look at these first half lines, first quarter lines. Take it. Take Georgia. 
take them on the first half, take them on the first quarter. I would be shocked if the poor Skyhawks get in the end zone or get on the board by halftime. Maybe maybe yeah. they get some field goal just for quote unquote victory. I would lay up to you know I, Georgia probably be twenty four in the first half, minus twenty four in the first half. I'm good with that. All right, boys, go dogs. <laughs> Go dogs! Go dogs! That's it for this week's show. We really appreciate you tuning in. Please remember to like, subscribe, and leave us some comments. Let us know how we're doing.